So here we are. This is going to, going to be the first time I am recording on Riverside and the sun is beaming through the back of my house right now. So that is why you see all this cloudiness here. It is bursting through. It looks like all the lights in the house are on. That's how amazing the sun just comes through my house. I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. So I did an uh, episode earlier today and it was on video. Now I usually record through my computer, then I download the video to anchor.fm. So Anchor has partnered with Riverside FM, or it might be a extension of Anchor. I don't know what's going on, but um, kudos to them. So they have found a way to make more money off of people. Okay, so Anchor is free. Uh, if you want to start it right now, it's free. If you want to start a podcast, it's free. I've been on Anchor for the last three years now. I've had two different other podcasts on Anchor. Then I canceled those. And then I had a podcast on Spreaker. And Spreaker was starting to charge more than $350 a month. They were, they were doubling that. So I decided to leave Spreaker and I canceled that um, that podcast as well. So um, I think that, you know, um, these, these sites and things that pop up that are new, they grab your attention. They want to get you know, to see how popular it's going to be. And then once it takes off, because they've got millions of people on this um, podcast train. And so with, um, with Anchor doing this with Riverside, they're now, Riverside is offering to charge you, but they also give you a free option. So I don't know what that free option entails. And I guess we will see what that is. So, um, you know, I've been thinking about some things lately and, um, I'm just sitting over here looking at the, what other options are available for, for, um, for the sound. It doesn't look like there's a, you can go up and down or anything to find more sounds or whatever, but whatevs let's go back to the media so um you know i was i've been listening to a lot of black podcasts lately um not podcasts but videos on youtube a lot of i don't know what to call they're youtubers that do commentary about different things going on in the black community and um, I was feeling a little overwhelmed because it's just too much information coming at me. Some I feel that are not really speaking to me. So I just kind of listen and then I'll zone out or fall asleep or whatever. But I'm happy and excited to see more black people on um, YouTube and having a voice. So one of the main topics that I hear a lot is that 
you shouldn't date outside your race. And this was something that I was brought up with. It wasn't something that my mother taught me, but it was just something, you know, that it was kind of like, you know, you don't really, you know, date outside of who you are. Um, you date somebody that's familiar with your community and, you know, your culture and things like that. You date somebody that's more familiar with that. And there have been people that were white that, you know, understood who we were and, you know, married people in my family and things like that. But it was more encouraged to stay within our race. So, you know, it was kind of, I started off like that for a little bit when I was younger. And then it was like, I don't really see anything wrong with dating outside of your race, you know? Um, and then my mother, she was not that type of person to be like, you know, you shouldn't date a guy that's white or whatever. So, you know, I kind of started opening my mind up to dating different guys. And then the more that I started learning about the black community and how important the issues that we face are, especially when I started facing discrimination. And the first time one, the first time my oldest son was discriminated against because he was black, that really hit home to me. And I started thinking to myself, I started being more selective with people who I socialized with. Um, there was always that conversation. Um, are you down for my people? And, you know, we go from there in our discussion and things like that. And... On a really big, wide scale, I think that everybody is their own individual person. And you're going to love who you're going to love. You're going to fall in love with, with whoever you're going to fall in love with. The different attitudes that I run across when it comes to black men is that, you know, it, there's this, um, there's this really proud you know, sticking his chest out and things like that. And I, and I understand that where that comes from, that comes from not being confident in thinking that this black woman is going to want you because we have so many options out there, just like he has a lot of options out there. So it's like this loyalty to our, uh, loyalty to our community to try to make this work because we're black and we want to keep the legacy going. Um, and so there are a lot of people as well that are very toxic talking about, we want to destroy black love. We want to destroy the fact that there is a black woman and a black man in the home. And, you know, all these things are just going on. And um, so the thing I came to peace with myself on a long time ago I made peace with myself on this I said as long as I am dating somebody that is respecting me um and that is honoring my people and that respects my people that understands my people um then you know I'm gonna give I'm not going to sit up and say, I'm not dating you because you're not black. I'm not going to do that. I, I, I refuse to do that. Um, 
And so I think that the agonizing pain that the black community has to face just from being born black, um, I think sometimes some of us go to this realm um, and I think mainly it's black men that do this and black women do it too, but we both do it for different reasons. And I think black men do it because they love their black women. Um, I've heard my brother talk about how, you know, um, he wanted to be with a black woman and he picked a woman that's African, African, like she's African, African. And, um, you know, not talking about the relationship, not talking about their marriage or anything like that. Cause that's not my business. But he used to always say how black women and black men have this connection with each other, like this unspoken connection with each other. And I was like, you know, I didn't really get what he was talking about because I think my fear of what I deal with, um, the memories and the flashbacks and things like that I deal with because of what my father did to me. I don't have that connection with black men. Um, but with my sons, I do because they're my sons. They came for me. They grew in me. So they're just, they're a part of who I am, but that's my sons. But romantically, as far as me connecting with a black man and having that, I'm always going to look for, and what I, what I found with different black men that I've dated is like the arrogance, that wanting to please you, that if you don't have the same passion for him, he's not going to be down for you. He's automatically cut off from you. If you're dating this guy, even if, you know, you explain what happened to you as a kid, that's not really going to matter to him. I've, guys have, you know, black men have approached me like I'm going to, um, I'm going to train you in the way I think you should be for me and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, when I hear these things, it's like these are not the right black men um, that should be approaching me or that I should be entertaining for one thing. Um, so I've never met a black man that has actually come up to me and said, um, you know, blase, blase. And connected with me on like a really natural level that had respect for me. Um, I am a strong black woman, but I'm not one of those women that's beyond her man doing for her or anything like that. You know, I always daydream about, um, let me turn my phone down in case I get a phone call. I always daydream about how my man is going to drive me to work and pick me up and, um, fix things around the house and he's going to cook for me and I'm going to cook for him. And, you know, it's just going to be an equal swing of things. And like when, you know, there's something going on that's not right. You know, he feels like we're in danger or something like that. He's going to be like, babe, you get back, go where? Oh, excuse me. And, you know, I'll handle things. You know, I dream about shit like that. But then I see things like, um, Men telling their wives to shut up. Men acting like they are the end-all, be-all. That women have no say. They have no voice. Um, 
those kinds of things, when I see that, that bothers me because I feel like this is where people go to the extreme on things. Like, I think there's a balance to everything. And when you're in a relationship, it should be a healthy balance. It shouldn't be that man saying, well, you know, you're going to do what I say because I'm the man. You're going to do what I tell you because I'm the man. And I'm going to train you to be to do this and do that. And I want you to be like this. And I want you to grow your hair like that. And I want you to be this uh, size. And I want you to, you know, take care of yourself this kind of way. I like long nails. I like purple fingernails. You know, shit like that is to me, very toxic. And I think that's where a lot of um, women are thrown off on that and they go to the deep end on that kind of shit. They're like, oh, well, this nigga gonna act like that with me? Oh, no. So then with every black man she runs into, she's gonna expect that he's gonna act like that. And black men are like, what do you treat me like that for? I, you know, And black men go through hell in life. So you think that every black woman they run into, soon as they see that, they're going to be like, oh, no. Oh, no. No. So then they turn on that fake, well, I'm the man. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get out you what I need to get out you, and then I'm gone since you want to act like that. That's how a lot of black men, I, I feel like that's how a lot of them do. Or they just date to, to date because they feel like they ain't going to find the right black woman. Or they end up just dating white women because, you know, because we ain't, just ain't nobody come along to act and behave the way that they need. And they find that in another woman. And they're willing to sacrifice, you know, not being with a black woman and not and being single, trying to find the right black woman. Life is too short for this shit. So... You know, these are just all thoughts in my head and things that I think or whatever. I think deep down the right people who have good hearts and, and want real love and real relationships. I think what happens is that you try to connect with people of, your, of the same culture and you think may have the same interests as you do. But what we're finding out now is that people are more individual than what we realize. People are more in tune with and vibrating with themselves as individuals. And I think when we see people who are trying to be... Um, trying to be thought-provoking... And come up with other ways of falling in love. Different types of things to do to fall in love. I find that a lot of people eliminate too much. And not talk about what they want. They talk about what they don't want. And then they then they concentrate on that too much. And that's where the hate cup. Excuse me, that's where the hate comes in for black women. Because black men can say, well, I was with this black woman. She was she wasn't nothing but a damn gold digger. You know, here I got this white woman, this Hispanic woman, this Asian woman over here. And she willing to do anything I ask her to do. You know? And so you you get that and you and you 
you know, we need to understand that even though we talk about black love, we want to promote black love. We need to understand that black people we're black first before anything, but we're also individuals. We're also individuals. We also have the right to be with who we want to be. I don't see like a neighborhood of black men, um, coming to bang down my, you know, coming to look for me. I don't go to the grocery stores and black men are like crawling to get to me. I don't have no black men coming into my DMs, um, on Twitter, any social media, uh, site I, I go to is always white men hitting me up. It's never a black dude, never a black dude. So how do I try to go out there and put myself out there for a black man. How do I, as a black woman, I've got a master's degree. I've been working for the government for over almost 25 years. And I have my own house. I have a car. You know, I've got two sons that are very successful. And, you know, there's nothing that I you know, want in life but a good man to be with. And if he was black, that would be great. But if he's not, I'm not going to cry. So, you know, it's it's a difficult thing to not push black love. But at the same time, I think I would rather be respected than be with a man who was black. Because if you cancel out respect for your culture or for your skin color... I think you're messing up and I think you're missing the point and the message and what God wants for us. Um, and anyway, if, you know, we procreate, if a black person procreates with somebody else, you know, it, it is what it is. That child is going to be black. Whether they come out with blonde hair and blue eyes, they're still black because when that child has a child, that child could come out being dark, you know, like me being my skin color. So you just, you know, I, oh man, I'm just, I'm cringing right now because I believe in black love. I believe that I love seeing black couples together. I think it's one of the most beautiful things because they have tried to destroy that. And I think the fear for me in my mind in the black community, this is what I think. I think the fear of being with people of a different race is that we're eventually not going to be black anymore. It's going to be to where we're going to mix so much that our kids are going to be like, well, there's really not much African ancestry in me. So I might as well not even call myself black anymore. And I think that's what a lot of people, a lot of black people fear. But what we have to understand is by the time that shit happens, we'll all be dead. So I say I'm 52 years old. I am shacking up with whoever the fuck I want to shack up with and whatever skin color he is. As long as he treats me good and rubs me down and shit like that and can, you know, I mean, and getting it in good and, you know, I could say some more stuff, but I'm, I'm not going to go there because I'm not trying to make my podcast about that. People don't need to know what I like in bed and shit like that. But, you know, my whole thing is, is that as long as you're happy and you're being treated right, it don't matter 
what the fuck somebody thinks that's looking at you and your man or you and your woman or whoever the fuck you want to be with. It, in the end, it does not fucking matter because it's you and your life. Ain't nobody paying you. Ain't nobody coming in here paying my fucking bills. So how the fuck am I going to listen to somebody that's talking to me through a screen about what I should and shouldn't do? Who the fuck I am and am not? No, we're not doing that, babe. We're not doing that. So with that being said, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. I appreciate y'all. I don't know how long these recordings are supposed to be. But, um, I am at over 20 minutes right now. So, uh, I'm gonna let y'all go. Cause, uh, somebody sees and I'm trying to do an episode and they still knock on the door anyway. So I will hit y'all up later. Thank you for listening and thank you for supporting me.